Kate and I'm Mandy and this is Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. Hello and welcome back. This is episode 10, uh, the last episode in this first series. Um, So before we get on to our topic of the day, just going to check in with each other and say hi. So hi Kate, how are you? Hi, yeah, I'm all right, I'm really hot. It's uh, it's this heat wave again still in the UK, which we're not used to, so I'm like, I'm I'm loving it, Um, but uh, a little bit hot today, a bit sleepy. (laughs) How about you? Yeah, Yeah, good, thanks. Um, A little bit manic, but not in a, not, not crisis i hope um but yeah we've we've moved forward our holiday so um we leave tomorrow actually so i'll be off to my um parents-in-law um for nearly two weeks and then to england and then we've got a family holiday in normandy so um yeah i'm trying to like pack the house up um my landlord is actually our friend um, so I need to make sure the house is tidy and clean <laughs> so I'm a bit like and it's very hot here too but luckily I can literally throw the kids out of the the window and into the sea so <laughs> I'm quite oh, lucky nice. about that yeah. yeah so I'm all good yeah so you're are they already broken up then for summer uh yeah, my, yeah. so my daughter she uh, broke up two weeks ago so she has over two months she had like um two ten weeks she's got ten weeks off uh, and my son's got two months off so yeah <laughs> good old France for the holidays which is you know for me it's it's fine because I'm not working you know at the moment so um you know I know I've kind of got help um up until the end really this year so but yeah I understand well that's our topic today isn't it we're starting to talk about that summer and yeah yeah. summer generally and summer holidays not as in going away on an airplane but the school summer holidays yeah yeah so So how do you how do you find that how do you deal with that kind of long break with the kids and the summer well (laughs) what do you want the honest answer yeah (laughs) yeah um well, I have found, I find it quite a difficult time. Um, mm. The last couple of years, especially, because my son and my daughter are at very different sort of stages and they're very different personalities. So to try and find, it was like almost easy when my daughter was very young, she would just come with to all the activities that my son was doing. So, mm. but now they've got very distinct sort of tastes and, and stuff and, and activities they want. And also they really argue. So they mm. need quite a lot of space. Um, so I have found historically that by the end of the summer holidays, I, I find it really difficult. And interestingly, the time that I went back to drinking after the first year was at the end of the summer holiday. And I was just knackered. I was trying to juggle work um, because I sort of so-called have flexible work. But that sometimes is a kind of a bit of a poison chalice because then I'm like, oh, I'm expected to be flexible and fit that flexible work into the whole framework of the summer holiday which actually means I've got four times the amount to do half the amount of time to do it the house is a chaos um and and I and so yeah so the pressure's like massively built up and um Mm. and so yeah I I 
I've said to you, haven't I? I'm like, you know, when I, I've actually now sort of say to people, don't tell me that you've had this amazing time. When we go back to school and see the school mummies at the school gates and they're like, oh, it's just been so lovely and hasn't it gone fast? I'm just like, don't, don't come at me with that. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> so put that away. And then, um, and then you know, uh, the other thing that we spoke about was like, I go, oh, you're having a lovely time, are you? Oh, but you're at work, right? <laughs> okay, so you're not actually with your kids. Or, yeah. oh, your mum's got them, right, okay. So, uh, and you know, and that for me was like this kind of comedy, like, right. But actually there's some kind of it, serious points to help women, aren't there, in there? And that women do have to often work and juggle and all the rest of it. And we need support. So, right, yeah. if you've got that support, then you can have lovely times. And if you haven't, you probably are going to go into meltdown and, and just be like, oh, my God, I'm exhausted. Yeah, I mean, that's it's probably the only time in the year where I do have support. So yeah. I, I guess that's why it's not so it's not so difficult for me in terms of the stress with the kids. It's only, you know, the end of August when I'll be working. But then my husband has to take three weeks off in the summer because France shuts down in August. Um, so, yeah, it's probably the only time of the year, to be honest, that I do get help. Um, so, yeah, it's, but I completely see that. And also the fact that if you are juggling it all, everything's really expensive, you know, so yeah. you have to, yeah. you know, I mean, I mean, I remember doing summer camp and stuff when I was ki a kid, not like going away, but just going down the road to the local, like, you know, school hut thing. Um, but still it costs, it costs money, you know, I mean, it was great, like doing sort of a play over a week and stuff like that, but everything, nothing, yeah, nothing's free. Expensive. I mean, that's one, one of the, huge quality of life uh, decisions that we made you know that like living by the on the beach is just like well it's free free entertainment isn't it mm. which is just incredible so I feel very very grateful for me I mean it's all it's it's the thing that like you know my drinking was always about boundaries so um I was quite good at the end of you know just drinking at the weekends when my husband was home and I wouldn't drink in the week or anything like that but then you know as soon as the holidays start there's basically no you know I'm not working and there's no boundaries so I generally sort of would drink every day actually I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday who um I admire in terms of her drinking <laughs> you know those people you're like wow they control really well um and even she said that she finds the holidays really hard because, you know, she needs that kind of structure of work to only drink at the weekends, which I found very interesting. Um, mm. And she doesn't like it when it's more because her husband drinks a lot. I think she doesn't like it because they're not the holidays. He doesn't have any rules and then he tends to sort of over over drink. But um, yeah, so being sober in the summer holidays mm. is like it's quite a relief to me, really. It's huge, just like, ugh, because yeah. otherwise it would just be every but what, day. But that's interesting, that the, the sudden change in routine and change in mm. structure, I think, is a potential trigger, could be. Yeah, people, 100%. Yeah. So that, yeah, like you say, that kind of structure going, that uh, the reason to get up for work or, or mm. something. And I know I definitely felt like that. And also it's almost like, a, well, you can start drinking earlier as well then, so why mm. not? Because we'll just be hanging out in the garden Um so there is that sort of yeah I can I can see that with the um, yeah with all the rule if you're a kind of 
trying to, you're at that stage where you're putting rules around it all the time then when those yeah. rules go then yeah that's a danger danger zone isn't mm. it Mm. yeah and also yeah uh, so I um I uh so this year I I mean last year I came up with a plan before the summer holidays I worked with a coach and I was like right okay I'm gonna do this 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 and this and um I can't even remember what I did now <laughs> but part of that I know I booked some childcare in but unfortunately something happened at work which was so frenetic that I had planned one of those days to sort of do some housework I planned one of those days just to have a bit of chill for me and actually mm. the the work thing completely took over that and I um so it it just went pear shaped again for me and I ended up really run ragged very very exhausted mm. and this year again I've I think you know um the money thing but I've booked I found some quite cheap childcare, and I've got a family a sort of taking them separately which is is going to be a help so i am getting i think you know it is about support isn't it so much yeah and, and having that bit of time out for you still mm. yeah yeah i mean i think we were talking about that weren't we in terms of structuring your day and, and it's like okay you're on holiday but does you know that whole concept of right i can sort of you know stay up late and then sleep in the morning it's like well that's not realistic that's you you're kind of teenage ideal isn't it of a hot of free time it's like right like late nights late mornings but then you've got kids it's just not realistic so it's like right you just have to flip it and go okay I'm gonna get up early you know and and make the most of the mornings or have time before they get up or you know yeah make them I mean my kids don't nap now but what's quite nice about kind of French culture is that they still sort of when we're on holiday with my parents-in-law they they have quiet time in the afternoon you know everyone does so it's just like you don't you know you don't have to sleep obviously when they were littler they they slept but you know you go and read your book for for an hour and generally everyone falls asleep you know so (laughs) yeah yeah I mean it's just that yeah, it is. And, you know, you walk around and sort of like one's asleep in the garden. You know, One parent's mm. asleep in that bed. My husband's in that room. Like the mm. kids are kind of. I suppose that's just, the, you know, the climate, just... isn't it, as well? So, yeah, that's where that yeah. sort of cultural thing, siesta, has, has come from. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, why not? You know, just yeah. and that gives you that hour break. And it's like you don't have to, you know, cause there's this whole thing. Like there used to be a bit of a battle with my kids. It's like you don't have to sleep even though it would be really good if you did mm. you stayed up really late last night but you don't have to sleep it's just quiet time like just you know do play do crosswords or mm. you know like oh god even if it's like whatever play your tablet or whatever do you know what I mean? <laughs> just leave me alone yeah just leave, just leave me alone no. for an hour yeah yeah um yeah and you know we were talking about this before weren't we this this kind of like trying to be this perfect parent all the time and doing craft activities and you know taking them here there and everywhere and right you know let's go to the zoo and god it's absolutely heaving and hot and yeah. really not fun and it's like uh, especially since my daughter my kids have got a bit older my daughter's in secondary school I know that she needs downtime you know yeah and I, I don't actually care if they just watch a film or if they just chill or listen to music or play Mario Kart for an hour or so do you know what I mean it's I'm kind of I'm over that 
trying to be perfect. perfect. Yeah. The perfect parent. I really do think, because I know that there's a couple of things with me with that, which is the Facebook thing um, where Mm -hmm. I think Facebook's a kind of potential danger zone because you can see everyone else posting pictures of their holidays. And, you know, I, I... have had I think I've suffered from a kind of low family self-esteem thing going on because mm. you know I've got mine are what are yours not arguing are yours yeah. not kind of wanting like loads of cocoa pops and then arguing you're you really you're just kind of out having this amazing time all the time so and, you yeah. know, and we know and you know from when you talk to people they're not really and you're not you know but I think that's a real thing that can feed into our own perfect parenting model and can make us feel really shit really yeah for sure yeah yeah. and i think remember it's just a snapshot it's just a snapshot it's not the whole picture and you don't know what's going on for people and you know people can have amazing look like they're an amazing time then you find out they're having a divorce behind the scenes you just don't bloody know do you that's so true and also well, I think I'm, own... the, I'm the perfect example of that, aren't I? I mean, you know, I do, like, have the perfect life. Like, I'm not going to pretend. I mean, you know, I live in France. I live in front of the sea. You know, like, I'm basically on holiday a lot of the time. But it mm. doesn't mean that, you know, my kids aren't shouting at each other and yeah. <laughs> that I don't get depressed and have breakdowns and all yeah, sorts, you know. Yeah. But, you know, I'm fully, fully grateful for, for everything. But, yeah, yeah. for sure it's... A, and I think there's that thing with me as well about that that my kind of that I called my Enid Blyton fantasy where I've got that oh the first day of the summer holidays let's go strawberry picking and they're just like nah just not gonna happen <laughs> sort of thing and yeah. the reality like I'm like okay lower those expectations let them kind of drop really drop for mm. me and so this this year I've managed to kind of do they've got different activities going on but like you said you know so my daughter does go she likes riding now and we found a place that's quite um affordable so I've got her in pony mornings my son's going to his godmother's for a bit I'm, I'm managing to sort of it well right here's the thing it looks good on paper and like mm. talk to me talk to me in September and see how yeah. I'm doing because I'll be like oh my god I need lockdown that something will have happened but um you know I'm trying my best to plan it in and to do separate activities and to keep mindful of trying to enjoy it as well and not trying yeah. to trying to do it all because I think that's there's something that I can do there that's just like doesn't matter if the house looks like a tip it doesn't matter you know I'm not going to be able to do work completely brilliantly and I'm not going to parent completely brilliantly and you know just yeah lower those expectations I think yeah I mean I definitely that used to be one of my big kind of moments where I would collapse and and not be able to control kind of my 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 sadness I guess you could call it but yeah when when days out family days out got ruined you know because I shouted kids or because you know they'd argued or because something had gone wrong and when you have that perfect idea of how it's going to be um I can I've got a few instances in my head where you know I I remember we went to a castle and you know my son can it's when when they're younger as well you know and my my son you know bless him was just we went into the shop that was full of um semi-precious stones and he just couldn't stop touching them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was, you know, uh, you know, I wasn't very good in my kind of my 
stress and my mental state at that time and I just you know shouted at him and then I sort of took him out of the shop and then like shouted at him again you know lost it in a kind of a rage and um and then like and then I just took it all on myself that I'd ruined everything you know and then I just and then I just cried and cried and you know and then <laughs> my whole class to get the kids in the car everyone sat in the car and I was just like sobbing because I was like I've ruined everything I was such a bad mum and oh my god and oh we just wanted to have a perfect day and <laughs> so yeah I definitely I just I'm better in my mental state now I think than at that point where yeah I took everything on myself um which is quite a good lead-in, actually, because we were talking about that, weren't we, about what we've learnt from doing this podcast. And yes. certainly I've, I've learnt that uh, we're incredibly hard on ourselves. Yeah. And that's a massive yeah. part of uh, your, your drinking, is that you think it's all because of, of you and everything that you've done, and then you kind of start talking to other people and realise, oh, OK, lots of people are getting themselves in tricky sticky situations with booze and um they haven't had my life you know so it's a good thing to remember and we were going to talk about this summer as well like for non-parents like Jim I was talking about um you know summer being a trigger whether you're you know not about the summer holiday going away because we covered that last week but um and I was talking about like how I used to see it as a video game like the um, yeah so the hot spots of like what are your summer trigger spots so like i'd be imagining that i'd be walking down the road and it'd be like suddenly flashing red and there'd be people on the pavement drinking you know outside a bar mm. all dressed up all glamorous i'd be like oh and then you know all the beer gardens being another kind of hot spot like you're gonna get snipered there or yeah. you know the garden I used to really I did I don't think I went in my garden the first year because it was too it was like the patio the patio was like to the mm. power of 10 do you know what I mean I was yeah. like, no I can't be here I gotta be inside um so yeah just to kind of play it forward um yeah remember the reality of of it like so it's not been fun for you which is why you stopped drinking in the first place it's going to be awful with a hangover you know that sort of the reality of it um yeah it's almost oh, like you're know, going to be talking rubbish in in yeah hours and yeah. you're going to do something you regret and then you're going to wake up tomorrow and that whole self-esteem thing is going to be kicked in the face you know yeah why did i stay why didn't i go home and heat drinking in the heat is really dangerous as well you know dehydration kind of headaches oh well we talked about that last week didn't we (laughs) hangovers in the sun but i like that idea that kind of i can imagine you with your sober armor on you know with your kind of like laser gun over the back sort of walking around sort of shooting wine glasses like no you know see it as the enemy you know yeah yeah Yeah. see it see as what it is you know it's it's trying to trick you and it's the enemy and you know it's not gonna give you anything it's just gonna take away so yeah it is uh it is, go into warrior mode i think have so to, sure. i think that the yeah. sometimes whichever your sort of your trigger times are you you do need to kind of do that while well, i definitely had to go into combat mode and just go yeah. i'm gonna yeah um come on then bring it on i've got i imagine my war paint on i'm like come on then i'm gonna i'm gonna have you 
right? Yeah. I can see your just... kind of war paint as being pink and glittery, you know. Oh, no, no. There's not like not, we're not in like army fatigue. You've no. got some fluorescent kind of going yeah. on as well. Good lipstick. Right. Get your warrior yeah, lipstick on. Um yeah, yeah, so but I think it is nevertheless it's it is a tricky time for people. And I you know, I've lived in Brighton. Um, well we both mm. lived in Brighton and you see it yeah. there you see people hitting the beach and this kind of you know the summer the heat ramps up the emotions and our passions mm. and part of that whole drinking and that uh, you know that elevated somehow either relaxation or elevation and I think it is so it's it's just kind of trying to find ways to release the stress stay cool stay hydrated and be aware that it is not just you it isn't like just you it's it's a real thing it is a real thing yeah. it is you know those kind of uh, behaviors do go go up in the summer and so the addictions and the kind of use and and all of that it is it, it's well known oh and and the, the whole counseling the need for counseling spiking in the summer which i think is mm. all the mums <laughs> i'm joking the yeah. parents carers out there just going oh my god um, yeah, help me. yeah so... but it's it's FOMO, isn't it? It's fear of missing out. Like even yeah, if you're true. working, you know, if you're work, I can remember when you're you're working and and other pe- and in the summer, you know, it's just a nightmare because it's just like oh god, you know, you want to be outside having fun, you don't want to be sat in the office, and it's that kind of thing. It gets heightened even more. So it's like when you are off, then you want to celebrate it. Yeah. Um, but you can do all that uh, without without drinking you know and feel a lot better for it um yeah and you're seeing these snapshots of of other people's lives and you know try and sort of yeah fast forward to how you're you'll feel in the morning and what your goals are and your why's like why why are you doing this and Mm. um i mean my soberversary one year uh will be on the 17th of august so that just goes to show, wow. doesn't it? It's just like yeah. you know, yeah. you get to the end of the summer and it's like no more. Yeah. You know, and that's how I felt. It's just like I can't do this anymore. Like I'm, I'm too tired. I'm yeah. exhausted. My, I can't. I my don't. My first one was you know. the twentieth. No, it oh, was it? it was the fifteenth. So it was about the same time. Oh, how funny. Yeah. 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 And your and this one because you're coming up for your two, two year, year, aren't you? Two year is twentieth um, of. July, so it's in a couple of weeks. Ah, no way! Yeah, yeah so that's that's great. Yeah. yeah, and I do think you know. I think there's that thing about the first what we touched on last week. The first time you do it, your first summer, you just think, oh my god! It's almost like I, I what well, I felt like I would put on a fresh layer of armor for each season because it was like a change. It was like well, yeah. Christmas was one thing, and then spring. I was like, well, I'm six, seven, eight, nine months into this now. Surely it's going to feel better. But actually, of course, yeah. it isn't because it's the first time I'd done a new season with all of those mm. associations and triggers. So it's always it's a first and and then you know obviously that now going having a few cycles of it now I'm all right you know it's easier there's mm. still like nothing like will take away from the well I'm hoping that I will have planned enough and moved into a slightly different cycle this summer holiday and it is easier this one I mm. really hope so well I will report back actually because yeah. you know I've got the plans in place, but and I've got that additional awareness and more sober time. So maybe yeah. that would be a good way to start our 
season two, which which starts in September. I mean, it's probably yeah. good to just have a bit of a debrief. It's like, well, how how was how did, it? How did it go? <laughs> you know. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. Which yeah. We'll have, you'll have some... to send. Send your kids over to me. For oh, they'd love next, it. Next summer. Yeah, we'll do something. Um, yeah. Which, But it does bring us on to the next bit, which is what, what we are going to take a break over the summer. So this is the yeah. last episode, isn't it, for this se- series, season, yeah. cycle. Um, and what are we going to be talking about in the next one for the autumn? Um, well, we've got lots of things planned <laughs> we have the best laid plans we'll see how they turn out but um uh, our hopes and uh objectives are um to get some interviews with uh widen the circle of conversation a bit to yeah. to talk to some people that um inspire us and we've found inspiring um do we give any names or should we keep that secret mm. let's well yeah let's keep it secret <laughs> Uh, you've got them actually booked in i reckon okay fine but we've got some good uh preliminary ideas and um and also in terms of conversation topics looking um marketing um and advertising which is is very interesting that's quite interesting Uh, because we've got um we've actually got somebody who who has worked in the alcohol industry who's um, who's going to talk to us about that? Um, so that's that's um, quite a, a good that's quite good. Um, not do an interview, but but is actually talking from direct experience rather than so from an insider's point of view. So about the pink washing um, and you know uh, quite aggressive marketing at women. Um, so that's one. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We'll also talk. Well, also I think yeah we'll pick up after the summer holiday and talk about. You know the back to school, I suppose, because um, mm. that will bring its own uh, sort of flavour, doesn't it? Uh, pressures and pressure releases, yeah. and just what that that is for us. Um, we're heading into autumn. We're heading into the winter months, so we will. You know, I think it's uh, for me. I've suffered from seasonal affective disorder and tend to dip quite a lot in the winter me although too. i love autumn and i think it's a lovely time for that self-care to pr- uh, embrace that hugger you know h-y-g-g-e which is all that kind of autumn winter self-care of of turning mm. inward so i think i'd i'd like to sort of look at look at that because that's one of my favorite topics um, mm. and obviously the run-up to christmas like that is a just a massive head fuck for so many people and yeah you know we see it on the sober forums all the time if it's your first one so i think we'll we'll talk yeah we'll, we'll try and prep really well for that actually because i think that's like a key time yeah yeah sure yeah we're going to talk about what well, that leads together doesn't it um sober socializing so looking at your expanding social circle in terms of uh, how you talk to people about you not drinking what to say um and uh, how to approach that you know um and also yeah sort of uh, delve more into the the woman's issue of drinking i think because i think it is a different experience for for women and you know that's something that i've really learned um talking to people and and you know sharing stories and having comments is that people are coming from this and i thought everyone was like me basically you know sort of major trauma depression anxiety like you know all these things were the framework of why i how i am 
which is my story, but everyone else has a different story. And the fact that some people are coming purely from that mummy drinking stress reliever thing, mm. you know, that has become too often, or people that are coming from major, major uh, addiction, or, you know, people that have, have just feel like they want to be healthier and they don't like how it makes them feel, but there's nothing more kind of complex in terms of uh, emotionally, you know. Mm, um, just I a kind of that habit really that's, that's, yeah. that's kind of taken hold because it's an addictive substance. Yeah, I know, and I, I found that one, like, uh, I, I find that a kind of uh, quite, uh, what's the word quite inspiring and quite a relief actually because people automatically assume you know part of the label with the whole you know yeah. drinking addiction like what we talked about before in the language is that it's incredibly heavy and sometimes it can be as simple as you've just been doing it for too long and and physiologically yeah. you've you you've become you know chemically dependent on it and and i and i do think that mm. everyone's encouraged to think there's something awfully dark and deep and wrong with them and sometimes it isn't i and i think that's yeah. worth a nod you know often we have got there is something because otherwise you know probably you, you probably yeah. tone things down but um but yeah that, i think that's worth saying um sometimes it's yeah, just a choice you know, for people it's... you know and that yeah. needs to be valid as well and not everyone has to wear you know brand a great big a on their forehead to make that choice you know i think that's fair enough yeah and i think that's what's something that's been really great and you know certainly from my side and my family and everything that they've come to sort of an understanding of like oh okay you know there's not there's not something wrong with with mandy um and and sort of like but she's just making a you know positive choice for her lifestyle you know and 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 that being a celebratory thing and yeah everyone's stopped worrying a little bit you know i think um which is which is nice just like it's all right i'm okay i just don't want to drink alcohol anymore like you know um yeah it's as simple as that you know yeah so so um we we should wrap it up shouldn't we we've got the, the half an hour mark um we were going to say thank you to a few people, weren't we? So um, we need to. I need to thank my husband for for helping out with like researching microphones and things to use and to software and garage band and things like that. That we've we had quite a lot of technical issues to start off with. So yeah. and also um, Jamie. Yeah. Uh, yeah jamie's jamie's an old friend of mine who's uh, a music producer so uh he's uh, been very kindly helping us every week to edit it and um and put it together so we'll link uh, stuff at the bottom <laughs> as well if you ever need tech sort of stuff um doing like that music tech stuff doing so that you could you know you can look at yeah. stuff Okay, so uh, my thank you would just be to uh, my husband just for always being so supportive and helping out on the the early edits. Um, So tip of the day, uh, my tip of the day, I'm actually doing a tip of the day every day through July for hashtag dry July um, on my Instagram. So uh, check those out. Um, Talking about going out in nature, movement uh, and different tips that can help you out so i hope those will help through the at least the first month of the summer holidays uh and you kate what's your tip of the day 
I think in keeping with what we've talked about, um, spend a bit of time, which I'm going to do, just planning out the summer holidays and thinking about what the, what the pressure points are for you, what you might need, what your difficult times are during the day. And then as always just ha what to take off the list whatever you can do to make it easier whether it's like having a pizza rather than cooking fresh food or you know just things like that so dial it down a little bit wherever you can yeah take, take a third off the list if you can that's well that's yeah me. try and enjoy it i mean you yeah know, as much exactly. as you can like true just try kids, and enjoy it kids uh, they're not going to be little forever so i know it's hard work but you know when you can yeah grasp good moments then try and savour them <laughs> yeah so i've been really negative haven't i of course yeah it's mindfulness like be really mindful and enjoy it all <laughs> that's what i meant to say. <laughs> those those list my kids are arguing all the time at the moment so you're not the, the only one but the i've noticed the only place place they do it less is when they're outside yeah. in you know open space so yeah. as much as you can get to the beach or to a park or whatever when they yeah. can run free that's true um that seems to be the moment uh that they argue yeah. the least yeah. in the the world of arguing you know um okay so your reason to love sober um just um yeah having the i don't know you go <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Uh, the reason to love sober, Kate, is because we get to do this with each other every week, you know. That's it. <laughs> the love of the connection of our lovely podcast. <laughs> I think that's what you... That's it. You meant to say. That's it. That's it. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, I'm going to miss you, you know, for the, the summer holidays, I even know. though I speak to you every day. I know. But, we'll speak know. every day and I'll see you in a couple of weeks for the soberversary, so... Yeah. So it's all good, yeah. I mean, I think that I, I, I think reason to love sober today. I think that you know, like I say, sort of just thinking about the second year coming up. Well, going through the second year, so I'll be starting my third year, and touch wood that you know that that it just does get easier and easier, and you're not. I know life has its challenges, and we, it's what we talked about the last couple of weeks. But that those early days yes. and that real just bloody hard graft of rewiring those neural pathways and changing those habits, the daily, daily, daily repetition, it just does, I promise you, get easier, so much easier. So keep going. Yeah, That'd keep be, going. Yeah, keep going, everyone. Have a good summer and we'll, um, we won't see you next week for more chat, but we will see you in September for more chat. <laughs>